Hey everyone and good morning. Usually I will write some notes down when I hit the record button for the podcast. But today I felt like I needed to just jump right into this. So today we are going to be talking about the myth of the green thumb because this is something that I'm told all of the time. This right here. You have such a green thumb. I wish I had a green thumb. You are blessed with a green thumb. Oh, it must be nice. You were born with a green thumb. This is such a myth. Nobody is born with a green thumb. Nobody is blessed with a green thumb. Um, It just doesn't happen that way. Green thumbs are over years of experience, trial and error, they're, they're not just given, they're created. So yes, I am blessed because I do have a green thumb, but I'm not blessed with it. I was blessed with my upbringing, being agricultural and horticultural upbringing to you know teach me that because growing up, I was just completely surrounded by it. It was my life, my family's life, our life. Like, that's what we did. We, <laughs> we literally lived off of our land, ate off of our land, grew everything on the land. It pro- the land provided for us because it was our business of selling things from the land, selling what we grew, all of that, my entire life. Like, if I was able to work as soon as I popped out of the womb, I'm sure I would have because... As soon as you're able to walk, talk, whatever, you're put into like your outdoor workforce. (laughs) We were the farmhands. That's just how it was. We grew up like a typical old farm family and I wouldn't change it, but that's where my green thumb comes from. So what makes me really sad when I hear this is that it's basically somebody saying, that they will never have a green thumb because they weren't born with it or blessed with it. That they, no matter what they do, they're always killing something and they'll never have a green thumb. Well, I didn't always, you know, grow things perfectly. I didn't always keep everything alive. You know, it's, it's something that you just kept working at. Like we grew up in the agricultural business first. So it was always selling our vegetables, raising animals, and all of this stuff, and pumpkin farm, and we'd open up for pick your own, and then we'd sell directly. We'd have caramel apples and all of that stuff, and then we gradually started selling the plants, and then that turned into um, less of like the actual farming with the animals. The the animals kind of went away when we started selling plants and plants took off, which then kind of got rid of like the field farming. And then the, the garden center kept growing, but my parents were not horticulturalists. They did not go to school for that. My dad was a um, seventh generation farmer, so... He definitely had the growing part under his belt, but growing in a field and farming is very different than greenhouse growing and germinating indoors and knowing what soil to use and knowing, you know, how to deal with certain kinds of 
insect problems that you didn't have in the field. And it's completely different kind of growing, completely different kind of growing. So, I mean, they had so many trial and errors, so many successes, but way more failures in the beginning. It was just insane. Like they taught themselves how to be greenhouse growers and now have this huge garden center. And that's where I gained my knowledge. But my thing is, I, I want to explain that they didn't always have the green thumb for growing flowers and all of that. That, that was something that was learned through just trying it and failing and, and learning from the failure. The failures are the failures are the best lesson. They're the best lesson because we take a look at what we did and we do not want to repeat that the second time. The second time, what if something goes wrong? Well, look at what you did that time and then don't repeat that the third time. Usually the third or the fourth time is when you get it right, you know what you did, you know what you did not do, and you implement that moving forward. So one or two times is not enough. I really, really want to get you guys excited about growing. And I don't want anyone to give up because having a green thumb doesn't just come and not just some people have a green thumb. Everybody has a green thumb. It's, it's part of our makeup as humans. We are meant to be able to work with plants, work with nature and tend to the earth and, and be in our gardens and grow our own food and flowers and, and really create our own system that surrounds us that is just really natural. And I feel like so many people give up on that. I think another big part of that, though, too, is because people start too large once they begin. You know, we go on social media and we get all of these ideas. And I get it. It's it's inspiring. And we're like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then all of a sudden you go from having no garden to like this huge garden the next season. And it's unattainable. It's all of a sudden like I cannot do this. I didn't even get... Um, any food production, any flower production. I don't know what I did wrong. And because there's just too much to tend and to take care of. The lessons have to come first. Start off small and then move big from there. Don't start out with this huge garden if you've never gardened or if you've only had a small like container garden before. Start off a lot smaller because then you're working your way into the amount of work too. Gardening is a ton of work, and the more gardens you have, it takes up all of your time. I'm telling you, if I didn't have a business in gardening and I wasn't making money from our garden, our garden would not be this big, and it would be very specifically created to only produce exactly what we use and what we need because it is expensive, one, and two, it takes up all of my time. And I love it though. So that's why I created it as a business for myself. And what's really funny is that, you know, we're online and content creating, and that's really how we've always earned our money um, for the garden. And we've always earned enough to put back into our garden. We've never had to spend outside of our garden account. Um, but where we found we made more money outside of content creating last year was just using Facebook Marketplace. And I say that with almost like a question at the end because it was shocking. <laughs> like, 
we did all of this work throughout like these years of being online and we sell just a few plants on marketplace and it's like we you know made a lot more there rather than the hours of videoing and editing and all of this stuff which then kind of got our wheels spinning. So this year now we're actually moving into helping people start their gardens because a lot of people do have problems seed starting within their homes. And, you know, problems arise. Don't give up though, but um, we are there to help. So we are going to be selling some of our plants, uh, some of our plant starts on our new online store. We haven't published it just yet. It's called manorhousemarket.com. But it will be published soon and the plants will be ready soon and there'll be smaller plants. But the size that we're selling the plants is the size that I planted our entire garden in last year. And we had a beautiful, huge, successful garden last year. So I know that they'll be perfect to just, you know, plant directly right into your garden. If you get them earlier than, you know, um, mid-May then you may still be having some frost if you're in our zone, which is Wisconsin Zone 5. Um, and if that's the case, and you'll want to have something ready to kind of plant them into, like a small pot or something. But really, the idea of it all is to receive them and plant them in your garden and then just, you know, let them go um, and not have to worry about the seeding part. So that'll be available soon. But back to the green thumb, there is... One thing I also want to um, discuss with that, um, I want to ask ask all of you to ask yourselves, how many times did I try when I gave up? For some of you who didn't give up, who are listening, you guys may also be those that are told you have a green thumb. I want to encourage you to encourage others the next time anyone, a friend, family member, if you're online, like a follower or whatever, the next time someone tells you that you have a green thumb, to tell them, well, so do you. Because we all have one. The myth of the green thumb is to say that someone else has one and you do not. And possibly help them figure out what happened. Why do they think that they do not have a green thumb? What did they end up killing or trying to grow that did not work out for them? And you may possibly have some tips or maybe suggest them to someone that you follow that you know that would, you know, be able to help them. And I feel like that's why there's such a huge garden movement right now. Um, is because gardeners all over are really uplifting each other. They're really helping each other out. You're seeing these community gardens a lot more now too, which is awesome. And um, these subdivision uh, community gardens where, you know, um, I've seen where someone has a larger lot than other people in the subdivision community. And it's like they take half of their lot And they just turn it into this huge garden. And then they have signups for all the neighbors who want to help grow, want to help maintain. And even the kids are involved. And it's just, it's just beautiful. And it's absolutely amazing. And that's how green thumbs are started. They're not born, they're started. And it's so wonderful to start as a child learning to grow and 
And, and you know, a lot of people are think I have a green thumb and was born with one because they only see me gardening since we started here. You know, we didn't, we didn't start gardening when we started building the property nine years ago here. I started growing when I was little. And it's funny because I was actually talking with someone the other day because I was at a store and I paid with cash and it took this person super long to count back change. And they actually had to have a little bit of help come and help them count out the change. And I felt really bad. Like I felt really like, you know, um, they didn't have the help that they needed when that was taught in school. You know, like it was just really, really sad. And I thought about it for a minute and I was like, for me, counting back change is like nothing. And it doesn't mean because I was born that way or because of my schooling. It was because by the time I was seven, I was working a cash register at my parents' business. I was counting back change in full at that point. There may have been a few slip ups here and there. <laughs> I was seven. But I mean, from then on, I always worked cash register all the time. Like we'd always alternate. We'd always fight. I have three sisters. We'd always fight. Who's going to work the cash register today? <laughs> like no one wanted the cash register job, you know, it was always a pain, but, um, you know, it's, it's with anything. The more you do something, the more you program your mind to be, to be very good at it. It, it becomes like second nature. And that's really with anything, like anything, you're capable of anything. We are all capable of anything and everything. And that's what's so beautiful. And, and that's what I want to continue to spread to others is to don't feel so limited. Don't always feel limited. Like there's possibilities. And, um, you know, right now times are, are hard for a lot of people too. And I'm going to admit, like things have been a little different here Um you know, within the past like year, two years, and um, not just energetically, but like overall, everything happening around us, everything that's placed in front of us, and, you know, raising kids in this atmosphere of everything going on, um, you know, the cost of everything going up, and not having as big of a budget or no budget at all, um, you know, it's just, it's been more of a struggle for everyone. And, um, you know, with all of that kind of going on, it's, it's really hard to sometimes, you know, be online. Um, being online and posting gardening, you know, I, I love gardening. Gardening is really our life. Like if you're going to have a huge garden, you better love gardening. That's all I have to say. Like you better love it. And I love it. But some days, like I just, I don't really like posting. And I know you're probably like, well then don't post. But it's like, we did start a business online. You know, that's part of it. That is part of it. But it's just really hard to sometimes post online because of things that, you know, you see or you watch and then you're like, oh, here's me with my flowers. And it feels, it feels so insignificant and it doesn't feel like you're doing much. But then it's like you hear from people and they're like, 
you're really inspiring me to get motivated and to do this and to try to learn and to try to grow and all of this stuff. So I always kind of try to look at it as like, we can only do so much in this world. And the reason you know, why we have our skills that we do is through the lessons and the, and the, and the skills that we studied and trialed our entire life. And you take those and you use those in a way to help others. So when I am told that, I'm like, okay, so I am helping others in my own way and in some way, right? But that's all we can really do, you know? And sometimes... Um, you know, I don't feel like doing a lot of things online are that effective. I believe doing things that make a difference in real life. So we don't always do these random things that you're supposed to do online in order to promote this or that. But I feel like it's what you do as a person in your community, with your family, especially if you're raising kids. The way you raise your kids is huge. That's like the biggest thing that you can do for the world is the way that you raise your kids and and how you raise them to treat others and how to, you know, not feel so limited or to live in lack, to live more with gratitude and love and, and just be there to be a source for others and to have them aspire to help others in the future with whatever skills that they want to do. Like, I'm not going to force my kids to do what I do at all. But my point is, with everything kind of going online, as much as I talk about social media and I talk about being online with a business and how it's not always positive, you know, my talks on it. It's not always positive, but I do like being able to expose what actually happens there and what goes on there and what it's doing to us. But the overall positive thing of being there is the fact that everybody, and I do mean everybody, as long as you have a phone, everybody has an opportunity to do something different and to make something more of themselves. I believe this because I've seen it through my own hard work. Now, being online, it's funny because still in my area, people don't understand what I do. Whenever Jason and I go somewhere, like they're like, oh, how are you guys, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, Jason, how's the housing industry? And then they never ask me about my work. And that's totally fine. Like I am totally fine with that. But Nobody understands what I do for a living. And (laughs) it's kind of funny. It's like they still don't understand that you can make money online. Um, And people just think that I just stay home, which there's nothing wrong with that because that's a job in itself, raising kids, keeping up a household and the whole garden and, you know, picking, providing and making food, all of that. That is important. But I do that and I run my online business. Because when you're online, it's not just posting a picture. That's what people think. They think that, oh, you know, they're probably like, well, what do I talk to her about? Like, oh, uh, I like that picture you posted. Or, oh, uh, how is the picture taking going? That's what people think. They think that you're just online posting fluff posts and, you know, you're just feeding your ego. You know, it's like... There is an actual method and it's an actual business. And that's why you see so many new accounts starting because everybody's like, 
ooh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make money at this. I can do this. And of course you can, but many do not stick to it. Many do not stay in it because they quickly realize that it is not just posting a picture, but it is an opportunity there sitting and waiting for everyone and anyone at any given time, but it is work. It's as much work as any other business. Don't let anyone else tell you anything different or fool you and tell you it's only a few hours a week. That's a lie. When your business follows you with your phone, it follows you everywhere. So there's always comments and messages that you need to get back to. And yes, you should because those turn into customers. Those are your loyal followers. Those are your tribe those are your online friends. They are not followers. Those are supporters and you guys have the same love for the same niche. That's your community. It's all of that. You can't just not do one and only do the other. If you're just posting online for fun, then yeah, it's super easy, but you're also not making any money. There has to be an actual method laid out of how you're going to run it, how you're going to do it, and how you're going to earn from it. Because it is a lot of work. That's why a lot of people drop off. That's why a lot of people get burned out. You know I did. I talk about it. I burned myself down for like a year. It was crazy. <laughs> I was on fire. I was doing so good. I was on fire. But then I just burned myself down because I worked too hard. I became obsessive. And then I needed a break. If you don't become obsessive and you don't work too hard, because it still is a lot of work, even when you're not working too hard, (laughs) um, you know, you overwork yourself, you become obsessed, and then you burn yourself up because you start getting sick of it. And it just like becomes a job. So after a break, then you need a break, you know, I'm back, you know, and I'm not doing exactly what I did last time. I have a completely different strategy. And my strategy is just to do what I want when I feel like it. And what's crazy is I find myself doing a heck ton every day. I'm going, 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 but yet I'm not married to it. You know, when your business is on the phone, which basically every business is nowadays because every business has a social media, right? (laughs) But it's like, it's everywhere with us. Even our emails, our emails are everywhere. So if you don't respond right away, people are like, well, I know it's not like she has to get home and check her computer. I know she saw it because she has her phone on her all the time, you know? And that's another thing too, when you're working any business, especially an online business, make sure you have times without that phone because it becomes dangerous and not just, you know, because you're addicted to checking and messaging back because you know, when you message back and you interact and do all of that, like it's, it's really helping not only you, but it's helping others. It's like this, almost like this adrenaline thing, you know? But when you're doing all of that, you'll end up burning yourself out if you don't put your phone down. And you have to have those times without your phone too, because let's be honest, it is not good for us to be attached to our phones at all times. 
Like the EMFs from our phones are terrible for us. They're causing all sorts of problems that we don't even know right now. So if you have your kids on iPads and have a phone already and all of that stuff, I, I really hope that you are watching their time on that and limiting the time on that. Because if you don't know about EMFs and, and 5G and everything that your phone is doing to your body silently and your mind silently, please, please just start researching some stuff on it. Because, and I'm not trying to be scary, I'm just trying to be real, you know, like if you're on your phone all the time, it's not good. Also, if you're online, don't scroll so much. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. You know, you start your day off good. You wake up rested and you're like, oh, today's going to be a good day. And, you know, you're feeling, you know, grateful and happy and positive. And then you go and scroll and then all of a sudden your smile keeps turn going down, 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 down until you frown and then you turn off, click off your phone and then all of a sudden you feel like you're in this lack frequency or in like this frequency of lack and, and, and not grateful anymore because all of a sudden you don't feel like what you're doing or what you have is enough. And then you start thinking about everything you need to do or things that you need to change or, oh, it's constant. It's not good for us. And the way that they curated the social media with these videos constantly, like it is just insane. So I don't really scroll. I follow a few people. Um, I keep in touch with those who kept in touch with me, especially during my burnout. Those that kept in touch with me, I knew were not there, uh, like talking with me or following me or pretending to be to be my friend, those people didn't have anything to do with me at that time. When I came back, of course they did, but no. You find out who your true friends are when you take a social media break, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not mad at them. I'm not blaming them. They're busy. I get it. They are busy. And uh, being online for them is their business. You know, and I get it. And that's just the way it is. But that's why it's also good to create things outside of social media. So if you're starting an online business, it's really good to start something outside of, you know, online. How do you do that? Well, I mean, you could start something in physically, you know, like we have like plant pickups or things like that. I want to start having some, you know, garden gatherings for uh, meditations, um, journaling, uh, maybe some planting workshops, some beneficial plant workshops and insect workshops. And um, but we'll start very small, you know, what that will look like. I don't know, but I'll do it when I feel like it, <laughs> like, like I told you, you know. But yeah, I mean, you ultimately have to have a plan set in place. So when you're doing this and you feel like you're having to push hard, 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 that's not really for you. Um, when I was pushing, pushing, pushing on social media, it was just too much pushing. 
And not so much with like gaining followers, like that never really mattered. It was like earning, the earning part. Like the followers, they just came naturally because we just posted naturally and authentically. Like I actually love posting and I love taking pictures and I actually love creating videos. I just don't always love doing specific things that create the earnings. Like I like showing the dreamy, magical feel, but I don't always like showing the how-to. And the how-to is where, you know, you make the money because people want to know how to do something. They don't want to just see it. Sometimes they do, but majority, you know, and that's just how it goes. YouTube has been a push from the beginning, but YouTube is also what pays for our entire garden. So that's kind of why we just keep pushing. (laughs) But that's why we also have been taking some things on on the side that we haven't discussed to kind of make up for that. Because I still want to be able to create on YouTube, but I don't want to always just do how-to or anything, which we don't. You know, we kind of just share more of a vlog style a lot of times, but I'd really like to just keep it the vlog stuff rather than, you know, step-by-step things, which I know are helpful, but I don't mind doing step-by-step when it comes to creating the gardens. It's just with, you know, planting certain things or seeding certain things. It's like when I do those things, I don't want any technology on or around me. I want to just be clear and free of any of those types of devices. I want to just have it silent. I want to hear nature, possibly my kids screaming and having a heck of a time around me and just really focus in, use my creative abilities to just create, to authentically create. So that was part of the big burnout. I got to the point where I didn't want to constantly film myself doing everything in the garden because I love gardening, but it started taking the love out of gardening because I had to show everything in the garden. So now that we learned the very hard way, that's why I'm sharing this with you so you don't have to learn the hard way like I did, now we know to not do that. You pick and choose the tasks that you want to actually film and then everything else you turn it off and you just say nope no more no more you limit but I do feel like the hard work that we did do in the beginning is paying off because it has helped with a lot of other things that are help uh, happening in the background um, that we don't really kind of we haven't really discussed yet and um, so I mean it what it's not like it's all for nothing all of those creations built our garden like the what we earned from all of that built our garden and continues to build our garden. So, and we have another project this year, which we'll share soon. We're not going to release what that project is or what it will look like because it's really exciting. Um, <laughs> getting you guys up all excited about it. Um, so we'll kind of go over that soon too because that project will be starting in about a week. But I really don't think I want to share it until it's all complete. I always feel like whenever we share something before it's complete, then it's like, you know, you start seeing it everywhere before we even complete it. So this time we're just going to kind of keep our idea silent. And then when it's done, it's going to be really unique. And I'll give you one little hint. 
it's going to tie the two garden spaces together. You guys know how we have that huge wide driveway down the middle, so there'll still be enough room to drive down the middle, but it'll be different. So we'll share that as that comes. So I think I've been talking long enough. I don't know how the topic went on to the social media business. Like I told you, I do usually make notes for the podcast. And today, I don't know why, but I just felt like I needed to just click that record button and just like just flow and just go with it. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please feel free to share it with friends or family or whoever you think would enjoy it, or maybe someone that you know is possibly even starting an online business, or maybe someone who believes that they do not have a green thumb, right? Let's help those people out and let them know and help them believe that, yes, they do have a green thumb. Let's just... uh Let's just start turning it more green gradually and we'll get you there. So thank you so much and we'll talk with you guys again.